0: All right. Hello you. Welcome to my humble dwelling place of the internet that I like to call the catacomb diaries. Your presence is deeply appreciated and um, I really appreciate... I'm sorry. I am using a teleprompter, full disclosure, and it's not working. There it is. (laughs) Your presence is deeply appreciated and I invite you to stick around through the methods of subscribing, following, and the enabling of push notifications. Now, I don't know who you are, where you're from, but I am glad that you could join me today. Now, before we begin, I have a very special request for you out there watching this. Now, as you know, big tech is trying to make you stupid by reducing your attention spans. So they're boosting short TikTok length content. Now, while I am not exactly a fan of that, it does present us with an opportunity to reach out to some stupid people and hopefully make them a bit less stupid. I'm joking, of course, but not really. So throughout this entire conversation, uh, if you hear anything that strikes you as something that might make a good TikTok or reel or whatever you guys are into, be it a fantastic one-liner or maybe even just something that would sound hilarious when taken out of context, Do take note of the timecode and comment it down below or even send me a DM. Point is, I really need clips to get people scrolling through their phones intrigued enough to come check out the, the actual show here. And I sure think that you as the listener would have a better idea of what works best. So I appreciate the help and hey, maybe I'll even credit you. Maybe. So today I am so honored to be... Um, graced with the presence of my dear friend Daniel, a.k.a. the Jewish Catholic. Uh, let's pull him up right now. All right, Daniel. It's been a while, hasn't it's it?
1: It's been a very, very long while, Gabriel.
0: <laughs> How has life been? Uh, you have been up to a lot of things. You've had several big names on your podcast. Can you tell us a bit about that before we get into this?
1: Yes. Well, you know, I I have to first say Mm. one thing that I'm super grateful that you were the first person to actually be like, hey, you want to be in my channel? So thank you for that. I'm never going to forget that. (laughs) But uh, secondly, I'm just so grateful to God to have had the ability to share conversations with amazing people such as Roy Schumann which is a fellow Jewish Catholic, amazing guy, Mm. uh, and also ex-Harvard professor. Amazing people like Swan Sona, aka the Pope guy. Love that guy. He's super humble and Mm. so knowledgeable in regards to the papacy. Of course, other people like Keith Nestor. Are you kidding me? I love that guy. Such a a genuine guy, man. Yeah. He's, he's just amazing. So down to earth, Mm -hmm. somebody that you can really have a conversation with that doesn't feel like, oh man, it's Keith Nestor. It's like, oh, it's my bro, Keith. (laughs) So it's, it's really cool to have had such experiences. And I pray that all those conversations continue to evolve into more relationships to strengthen the body through the conversations. So, yeah.
0: Indeed. And just one more to point out, Steve Ray, you've had. Oh, man. Yes.
1: Steve Ray. Gosh. Gosh. Another huge one, man. He's when I contacted him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. For (laughs) anybody out there who's like, should I be Orthodox or Catholic or should I even be Catholic at all? If you're coming in from like, let's say the Protestant background and maybe Baptist, his work will definitely help you out. Super amazing, knowledgeable. Yes.
0: Well, I'm so happy that you've been up to so much. And I mean, (laughs) I am more than happy to have been the first one to have you on my channel because like, your story, your explanation of everything, the Jewish roots of Catholicism, this is such a missing link that Mm -hmm. so many Catholics are missing out on because... It's almost like it's essentially half of the entire story. And yeah. so many Catholics are missing out of it, out on it, either just through ignorance or, you know, um yeah. just sheer blind anti Semitism, which is uh, it's a whole other issue that we have to do a separate podcast about. But yeah. today we are gonna talk about a completely different thing. I thought it was fun thing to talk about since halloween is coming up Mm. now the reason why i actually wanted to do a podcast about halloween with you specifically is because so this is the funny story daniel so Mm. so there was this girl who reposted a post of this protestant who was posting about how Halloween is so pagan and Christians should not celebrate Halloween. And when I saw that, I was like, what is this Protestant propaganda? Because from my point (laughs) of view, I always knew Halloween as all saints. And so that's a side note. But I saw that and i started messaging this girl who reposted because this girl was catholic and she reposted that that post about how halloween is the devil's birthday stuff like that and i messaged her all sort of, like a long message saying you know um you know some protestants they're really um against halloween just because they don't have all saints and i was explaining to her how you know some protestants don't even celebrate christmas etc Mm-hmm. And a while after, I, it sort of clicked, and I was like, hey, wait, hang on. Did did I get it right? And then I asked my other Catholic friends, and I sent that post by the Protestant to them. Mm-hmm. And they were like, no, no, she's right. Like, uh, the facts are correct. I get where, like, they got where I was coming from that, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they don't have all saints. That's why they villainize Halloween a bit more than they mm-hmm. need to. Mm-hmm if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, And I was like, oh, I was so embarrassed because, okay, like full disclosure, this was like a pretty girl and like Mm. I was so embarrassed and I had to, I had to like clarify and be like, okay, the reason why, the reason why I was, you know, freaking out about this post by that Protestant is because, again, for me here in Singapore, we don't have Halloween. Like all I've ever known Halloween as is All Saints Day. Like I grew up Catholic. My mom gave me a good explanation that, yeah, um, this Halloween is actually All Saints. And I just Mm -hmm. thought of it as, you know, all these jack-o'-lanterns and this dressing up stuff. All I thought about it was, it's like, you know, Christmas, we have Christmas trees, right? It's not necessarily directly linked, but, you know, it's just mm-hmm. some fun customs we have, some traditions that right. we have. So, that's all I thought about it. So, apparently, yeah. um, in America, Halloween is a big, big thing, and there's there mm-hmm. might be a lot more pagan yeah. stuff to it than... Mm-hmm. Uh, than I actually knew about. Hence, mm-hmm. I also asked you about it because you yeah. did grow up in America, but yep. you grew up Protestant. And mm-hmm. you told me that you too did didn't exactly celebrate Halloween. So oh. can you tell me more about your Halloween experience growing up? Sure.
1: Oh, man. Well, I think my earliest memory, if I can recall correctly, it was a Halloween night. And I remember that my parents said, do not go outside. And I said, why? They're like, just trust me, it's going to be really bad out there. It's a lot of violence. And then I, I don't know why I was so freaked out. I, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know that it was Halloween. At that point, I just knew that I was told to stay inside. And then I hear a crowd of people coming through the streets. Ah, and people making news. Ah, and it was like guys in chains. And this is in Puerto Rico, by the way. So it, it was a little bit different cost, customs than what you might have in mainland USA. But... I, I hear the people rattling chains and like coming ah scaring other kids and you hear screams. I'm like ah, what is going on? Wow, that's So I'm like so I'm like, my parents are right. I, I should stay inside. Mm. How old were you uh, then? Oh man, I had to have been like maybe five, six years old. <laughs> okay. So that's poor, that's my earliest memory.
0: Poor small Daniel. He must have been yeah, scarred but...
1: for life it was horrifying. And then after, that, after that, uh, of course, when I started to learn what the day was and all that Halloween as it was portrayed to me was mm-hmm. it's the devil's birthday. Oh, it, it's completely evil. Uh, everything has to do with witchcraft. You're celebrating God. at not celebrating God. You're celebrating the devil as if he were God. Um, they, I guess it was my parents or the church that they attended at that point. They portrayed it as if it was a substitute for Christmas. Like you have Christmas, that's a good thing. And then you had um, Halloween, the the bad side holiday. So I don't know. if do you, Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yes, like, it
0: makes sense. And it's very yeah. foreign. Like this is a very new concept. I never before. Okay, honestly, before a few days ago, I've never heard about the whole devil's um, birthday thing.
1: Yeah, which really makes absolutely no sense. And perhaps we're going to dig into that, but it's the dumbest thing. But you know, like Christmas celebrates the birth of Yeshua Mm. and then Halloween, supposedly the birth of the devil, which I don't know why anybody would push that. It literally makes zero sense. But that's what I was taught. So I never, ever celebrated Halloween. And, you know, when I started walking in the Jewish faith, um, <laughs> I'm like, okay, so wh- what are we doing in regards to this holiday? It's pagan. <laughs> but we have another holiday that looked very similar, which it's, I-, I never told you about this, but there's a holiday called Purim. It sounds like pudding, pudding but it's not pudding. Pudding. I think I've spelled, heard of it. yeah. Yeah, some people say Purim, mm, but it's P-U-R-I-M, P-U-R-I-M right? yes. Mm which is a holiday that celebrates um, basically the delivery or salvation of the Jewish people uh, through Queen Esther. You have the story of Mordecai and all of those guys. Yeah, so at that point, to celebrate that holiday, people dress up. And I kid you not, you go to Mm, to a Jewish community during the time of Purim, and everybody, you'll think this is Halloween. They're like, wait, I thought these were Jews. Why are they celebrating Halloween?
0: Is it around the same timing as well?
1: Uh, no, it's actually like mid-year. Mm. So a little bit earlier than now. I want to see. Yeah, you, because you can I have. Stay, whatever point you want. Go ahead.
0: I do have another Jewish friend who, you know, she is Jewish and she was telling me about it this holiday, this like Jewish Halloween. So now yeah. I recall, yes, they have that too. Interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah, um, it's March, by the way. It's in March, right. Yeah. So, why exactly you were saying does it not make any sense that it's the devil's <laughs> birthday? It's- Again, this is a completely new
1: idea. <laughs> okay, well, firstly, why it doesn't make any sense is because the devil wasn't born. He's <laughs> a created creature, but he wasn't born. He's not a human. Mm, so yeah. f- let's, let's begin with that factor. Okay. And, and people need to be so careful about this. It sounds like a, a simple mistake, but it's a humongous mistake, and this is why. <laughs> yeah. The reason why Yeshua is such a big deal It's because God assuming human nature Mm -hmm. into himself, right? To claim that the devil has the same ability to be born. It's blasphemy. So if any Catholic out there is ever saying that Halloween is the devil's birthday, you better repent because what you are doing is blasphemy, claiming that somebody else has the ability to do what Yeshua did, which nobody does. So that's number one. Number two, the reason why it's not his birthday and let's say his day of creation or his coming out day, if you will, <laughs> it's because the devil doesn't get a holiday. Sorry. He, mm-hmm. he does not have a holiday specifically for Christians. Sure. And even if you said, Oh, but it's for the pagans. That's their celebration of the devil. It doesn't matter what the pagans do in regards to this. We cannot give them credit by saying oh this is the day that they honor the devil because i'm going to tell you something folks every day of the year is a day that is celebrated by the pagans for one reason or another <sighs> mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter what let's you could have yom kippur i assure you that somebody out there celebrates something pagan on yom kippur in mm-hmm. christmas and easter every mm-hmm. day of the, the year the solstice some, uh, yeah the easter pagans are doing something is, every time
0: yeah there's and for that same reason I know that some Protestants just refuse to call Easter Easter
1: they they have to call it Resurrection Day are you familiar with yeah. that one uh, yeah because it comes from the well they think it comes from the word Ashereth which is uh Esthereth I believe in in Latin which is the name of a goddess of back in the day that, well I mean she's still worshiped today by some pagans. <laughs> Uh, mm. She's the one that is called the Queen of Heaven. And they think, oh, it sounds the same, Asheret, Easter, Esther. ah, it's the same word. No it's not. Sorry, your etymology is completely wrong. Easter comes from the same word that we use for the East, mm. which is why it only exists in English because in Spanish, we call Easter Pascua, which comes from the word Pasca, which mm. comes from the word Pesach, which is the Hebrew. So yeah. it's just an English thing. I this is where I feel like English speaking people are so into themselves that they think <laughs> everything is like yeah. sure. no, the bible was in
0: English, bro, show. Sure. <laughs> no, it's true, it's true. Oh, yeah. Goodness. Oh, oh yeah. um I also wanted to add one more point which is that there are also some Christians Protestants that also refuse to celebrate Christmas because Of similar reasons And I just wanted to share this story About back in secondary school Now I'm not saying that I did the the right thing But maybe I was a bit terrible There was this girl in my music class So she she was from this church called True Jesus Church Mm, And they didn't celebrate Christmas Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I would I would not like let her go Like on that I would always be wait, so you really don't celebrate Christmas? Like, what do you do then? Like, why? When do you celebrate the birth of Christ? And she's like, we just don't. And and I'm like, oh, and Mm. I would freak out all the time. And maybe that was a bit annoying. (laughs) I was, Mm. what, 14? (laughs) Little rascal. Yeah, just a funny story about that. So um, moving on to, so what is the actual, because I'm sure anyone who's been on social media and follows at least one Catholic would know Mm -hmm. by now that we would be very proud to say that, you know, Halloween is actually a Catholic thing, you know?
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. We
0: love love to, you know, claim back our ownership on things, you know, Christmas, the word Christian, the Bible and Halloween. So let's talk about the Catholic, the actual Catholic roots of Halloween. Just before this call, I was telling Daniel, I didn't do my research, but Daniel is an intellectual and I kind of (laughs) just assumed that he would know. So So, Daniel, could you tell us more about the actual Catholic roots of Halloween?
1: Absolutely. And it's important to know this, so let's dig Mm -hmm. into it. So Halloween in general, let's let's first begin of why we even have it to begin with. Since Mm -hmm. the beginning of Christianity, honoring the saints... The martyrs, those mm. who are part of the body who have passed on from this world to the next, have always been celebrated. I mean, We've heck, always the catacombs. The cat exactly. This is the perfect example. The catacombs, and this is, I mean, perfect for your channel, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we have that, and even from before that time, honoring the dead. Um, not worshipping the dead. If anybody out here in the comments starts saying, you worship the dead, I promise you, I'm just going to go crazy on your comment. Uh, but seriously. So it, it all begins with that. The fact that we recognize that the people that are saints, people that have mm. been part of the body and striving to live holy lives, we honor them because we aspire to also be saints and to live holy lives. Mm. So that's where it all begins, just honoring. But the official... Holiday known as Halloween. Actually, if you translate it properly, it's Hallow All Hallows Eve. Right. That's the full name. All Hallows Eve. Eve in old English gets turned into Ean in or Ween. So that's where you have Halloween. Oh. So if you look at the old spelling of Halloween, you have Hallow and then the Een has like a little apostrophe on top. Hmm. The, that's how you really spell Halloween. Uh, and the reason why it has that apostrophe is because it's a conjugation of two different words. You have Hallows, you have evening. So, oh, Hallows Eve. Just the same way that we have Christmas Eve. So, if you wanted to go crazy, you could be like Christmas Ween or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> if you wanted to go crazy. One, but
1: gosh. Yeah, don't do not do it because it's, it sounds weird. <laughs> but Halloween sounds cool. Uh, so, that is where the name comes from Halloween, but it it's all to do with this celebration. That is three days long called, um, mass is one way to call it. Um, and I forgot what's the other name for it, but basically Halloween is the evening before all saints day, which is Mm -hmm. November 1st. It actually used to be celebrated at a different time during the year around the spring. Mm. But it was Pope Gregory Third that decided to institute this holiday in around the 1700s. He decided that, you know, since we are celebrating the people that have died and everyone in the world, this is not to do with pagan things. This is mm-hmm. just nature. Like, if you observe nature, when do the leaves fall? When do yeah. plants start to die? When do animals go into their burrows to hibernate? Because this around is at this the
0: time. end of summer, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Because of that, Pope Gregory the third said, we are going to celebrate this feast that we have been celebrating for the saints. And we're officially calling it all saints day on November 1st. And it's tradition, especially this was in uh, amongst the Irish to celebrate the evening Mm -hmm. of the big holiday. Um, This is, and this is a custom everywhere. We all do this. Even new years. When do most people celebrate new year's new year's eve, right? When you have um, things like Christmas, same thing. The evening of, when you have Halloween oh, al. All Saints Day, you celebrate it Halloween. So all of these holidays, we're used to celebrating the eve before it. So that's how we have Halloween. And then that holiday, when Pope Gregory Third had instituted it, it was kind of a localized thing it wasn't every Catholic celebrating. So you might find different dates online, like if you go searching, but if you actually go and search this in the books, you will find out that it was later made officially by Pope Gregory the fourth. It was instituted as a full out holiday for every Catholic officially on November 1st for All Saints Day and then you have uh, All Hallows' Eve. So that's basically where it comes from. In regards to the celebration itself and what is done, we can dig into that a little bit more, but the way that it was celebrated back then was you would have mass, that's what, Sometimes it was called Hollow Mass, just like Christmas, Mm -hmm. because you would have a mass. And that's what people did. You would go have a mass uh, where you were thanking God for the lives of the saints and for the fact that they are there with him and that they're able to partake of the beatific vision. Uh, And on top of that, uh, this, this holiday, because it was celebrating that, a lot of folks would go to the grave sites of these dead saints, right? Well... Dead in, I guess, our terminology, but in reality, they're alive. Something
0: we definitely want to touch on later
1: on. Yeah. So they would include things like that. There would be picnics that would be done in the gravesites, And of course, as time progressed, more and more people started participating in the holiday. And some people that maybe were more relaxed in the faith started incorporating things that were customary to them. So you might have people from different countries celebrating it in a, in a different way. Like, for example, imagine the Day of the Dead in Mexico, uh, where Mexico is a very Catholic country and the day, day of the Dead actually is truly tied to Halloween, but mm. then it started evolving into other things. But this is what happens, even Christmas. It started with celebrating the birth of Yeshua, then comes in Saint Nicholas and then he becomes Saint Nick. And then he becomes Santa Claus, and then, you know, now it's not even called Christmas. If you go to a lot of stores, they'll call it Xmas. Oh, you know, yeah. they say Happy Holidays now, yeah, not Merry yeah, yeah. Christmas. Yeah. yeah. So it it goes into the whole rabbit trail of things evolve, but like you mentioned earlier, it's time to reclaim it. So sorry if that was like a huge rant, but no, 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 that was so good. History.
0: That was such a great, great explanation, really. But thanks.
1: Um.
0: No, um, okay. Let's get into the thing about the saints being dead. You know, one of the most common Protestant arguments is that oh, you pray to dead people. But I think it was on Matt Frad's Matt Fred's show where I heard this line that really stuck with me, and it just made so much sense. Which is, mm-hmm. the saints are the only ones who are truly alive if you think about it and i think it really brings me back to you know back to my favorite chapter john 6 right where Mm -hmm. he says you know whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood shall live forever you know shall have eternal life where yeah well it's not just john 6 it's everywhere Everywhere. where jesus talks about eternal life like
1: that's right
0: and you know the in the bible when they talk about life and death you know Death isn't really, you know. Death. There's this meme that I shared from Catholicism. It's, you know, from the Marvel series. What if for those of you who are familiar, you know, there's this scene where Black Panther. He says, you know, in my culture, um, um death is not the end. They're still with us, and you yep. know, that's exactly how it is in Catholicism. You know, exactly. death that is not the end if you have this eternal life that Christ speaks of. And what is a saint? You know, then right. I think it's important also to differentiate between saint with a capital S and saint mm. with a small s. So, mm. saint with a small s is essentially anyone who's in heaven is. saint but Mm -hmm. big s are those that are canonized by the catholic church and you know there's the entire process of canonization if Mm -hmm. you know if there's been a miracle that's been attributed to that certain saint and you know you have to do a whole deep dive into their lives to make sure that they can be an official saint you know with a big s so you know that's the difference there so you know this whole thing about eternal life, and I wanted to ask you, um, from your perspective, of course. This was something that maybe I'm not too clear about. But you know, before Christ, you know, before you know, mm. the veil was torn. All of that, right? What happened to Jews when they
1: died? Okay, so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I actually did make a video about this um, in regards specifically about the saints, like what what are they, why do we pray to them as Catholics? Why do we ask them to intercede for us mm. essentially um, but in Judaism, ancient Judaism, and this is verifiable via things like <clears throat> the book of Maccabees yeah. second second book of Maccabees in specific. Also, through writings such as the Talmud, um, which contains ancient Jewish writings and other Jewish uh, writings that are ancient that show us this, that when we die, we are not dead, but that we are actually still alive. And the way that we know this is because we know that we are able to ask for the intercession of Mm -hmm. these tzaddikim or these saints tzaddikim or tzaddik is singular tzaddikim is plural which means saints so we may think that this is a catholic invention but in reality this has been practiced by the people of god forever Mm. Uh, the most ancient acknowledged uh in the jewish world of these is when yehoshua joshua uh he goes out with the camp of the spies and you know he separates this is what it says in the Talmud, right? It says that he separated himself from the other people, the other spies, and he went to pray at the gravesite of the ancestors, asking them to pray for them, to protect the people of Israel, to not fall into the sins of those other negative spies that were providing the false information because they were so scared. So in the Jewish world, this has been recognized that it has been practiced even from the time of the patriarchs and then if we keep moving along through history, we get to the time of the second temple and what we see in the book of second Maccabees, where we are praying for them. So it also shows us that they're not just dead, but that they continue to move on to another form of life. Um, but not necessarily seen as them being um, in what we would call the beatific vision. Hmm. That's where it changes. and. Of course, that couldn't be the case anyway because of the fact that we recognize that the beatific vision was opened up through Yeshua. This Mm -hmm. is why the Catholic teaching of limbo exists, right? And Mm -hmm. we have uh, Abraham's bosom where it tells us that um, the, the saints of old prior to Yeshua, while they might not be experiencing the fullness of God, they were still not in hell per se. Mm-hmm. as we would say it nowadays. So yeah, it's ancient. Uh, we still practice it. We honored the dead forever. There's many, many prayers, like for example, prayers to the matriarchs, which is really interesting. If one day we start talking about medium in this case, but specifically to the matriarchs like Sarah mm-hmm. or Leah. So these are things that were uh, from ancient times and are still prevalent to this day. As a matter of fact, I have right here in a Sidur, which is a book of Jewish prayer. Right mm-hmm. in here, we're we're praying, and one of the things we say, we're asking God to answer our prayers through the intercession of our mothers: Sarah, Rivka, Rachel, Leah. So that's Sarah, Leah, yeah, and, and all the matriarchs. So
0: interesting, interesting. No, um, yeah. so then I have this question, which is why is it in the our Catholic Creed why do we say you know Christy descended into hell like I always well, thought, you know he descended into hell because before that everyone who died before just went to hell so that was the logic he went down to hell and freed all the righteous who were there and you know that, that was what I thought so what is with that
1: so there's a couple of things we want to recognize in regards to this number one is the fact that the word hell can have different meanings depending Mm. on who you're talking to. Mm. And this includes people in the Catholic world. Um, And when they take it from the Hebrew, what it means. So you have a couple of words that were used back in the day. Like you have Gehenna, which is what we might know as purgatory, even though some people now call it hell or purgatory. See, so sometimes they confuse the terms. Mm. And then you have Sheol, which means death Mm. or the grave or the pit. Which sometimes also gets confused with either purgatory or hell. But it is in my hell, video, right?
0: She, yeah, I mean, is it can only mean hell is,
1: right? Yes, because it means death. Yes, okay. exactly. Yeah, and again,
0: so um sorry just to put that point again. You yeah. know, when we talk about death, we usually are talking about you know, death, death. You know, not our yes. earthly ah death, death. Yes. usually in the Bible means shale eternal damnation that is real yeah. death the saints yeah. you know who have died that they're, they're not really dead because if you say no. that you know they're dead dead then it means that <laughs> you know they're in hell but they're not so yeah okay back right. to you
1: no no i i think that's actually a, an interesting oh, yeah? way to put it the difference between dead and dead dead <laughs> <laughs> i, I uh, know it yeah. sounds funny but it but it actually makes makes sense because if we mm-hmm. die here we have the opportunity to die and be more alive or die and be dead, dead. dead, So that would be Sheol. Uh, In my video, I I try to differentiate using a little bit of uh, Jewish background to my explanation as to why I personally prefer to refer to Gehenna as purgatory and Sheol as hell. Hmm. Because since Sheol means death, and in the creed, we say that Jesus descended right into hell, which Mm -hmm. means he died, which is what we all confess that he Mm. died. And what do we say right after he said, descended into hell. After three days, right? He rose again from the dead, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: he ascended to the right hand of the father, right? So because of that, even if we're using that terminology in the creed, we have to acknowledge that that meant death. So Yeshua really did die. And then he rose again from the dead now as to what he did during that time of death. That's another thing that's, uh, there's three different views and Dr. Brent Mm -hmm. Petrie has a very good video about this Mm -hmm. where he explains that there are different views, for example. Oh, and also Dr. Taylor Marshall also has a good video in regards to this. There's a Thomistic way of viewing this and Augustine St. Augustine has another way of viewing it where, it's like okay what really happened what did yeshua do did he go to free the souls from the dead to bring him into the beatific vision did he just die and he did something else so i would recommend everyone to go watch uh dr taylor marshall's video and also dr Brant petrie's videos in regards to purgatory and it'll include all of this in it so that's just a little tool that you can use
0: no i love that um you know, I recently posted a tweet by, again, Matt Fradd, um how in the church, it does allow for some diversity in views, like what you just yep. mentioned. There are three different ways to look at it. And I just love that about Catholicism, don't you? That, you know, there are some yeah. things that we just don't claim to know. And when we don't claim to know, we can at least narrow it down to some possible possibilities that are not Heresy, right. whereas you know, if you don't have the whole magisterium and the papacy and that teaching authority, yep. then you know, because nobody can really know, right? So what do they right. do then? Well, everyone can just decide for yourself what you want <laughs> your theory to be, and that's
1: yeah, oh, that and that's how you end up in. with the devil's birthday.
0: exactly no that that's that's a great one um how long have we been going on for um i think we can just finally touch on this point where so i'm guessing that your parents you know they Mm -hmm. they were all about the devil's birthday stuff and i know Mm -hmm. that you're a fan of harry potter aren't you
1: yeah, a bit of a nerd. Okay. Yeah.
0: How did you... When did you get into Harry Potter? And did your parents <laughs> approve of that? Like, this uh, is just something off- I was thinking about.
1: <laughs> I, I was not ready for you to ask this, to be honest <laughs> with you. Uh, okay. But you know what? It, it's all about transparency, right? I think in this channel, we, we both uh, we want to be honest. Look at this guy with his Hogwarts I, I actually cup. have
0: not even read harry potter
1: i got this as a christmas gift this guy all right so let me go divulge my Mm. (laughs) my past okay so uh, i remember during my childhood uh, my family moved a lot Mm. and as many of you know i was raised in protestantism for the first part of my life Mm. and for a short time i actually ended up assisting a christian private school And it was a Baptist Mm. private school. And it was there that I learned about Harry Potter for the first time. From the pulpit, the preacher saying, And all of you children, you better stay away from Harry Potter. That is the devil. That is pure witchcraft. It is evil. So naturally, the next day, I went to the library to check (laughs) the books out. (laughs) darn oh, oh that's how you publicize it man yeah like we, i don't know man like when, when you make something so taboo, it's at least when you were a child you're really really tempted Wait, how old were you so, back then i was like n- <laughs> 10 years old 11 years old maybe i can imagine uh, No, yeah I, I was 11 years old i remember because it's the exact age when you know when you're a wizard in harry potter that you uh go to hogwarts when you're 11. So I'm like, oh, this is so cool. I can relate. So yeah, I remember going to the library and reading the book and I was afraid to bring it to my house because uh, I didn't know what my parents would say. Mm. But one day I, I got the courage to bring it to my house, but I still kept it hidden. My parents, of course, would be against it. I don't think I actually don't even think my parents know about Harry Potter like well, me liking it. Yeah, exactly, because they would go crazy. But in regards to it, mm-hmm. um, there have been many talks about this, and I, I think it's a great <clears throat> question to bring up, especially during the holidays, Yeah. Uh, because a lot of people ask, okay, so we know now, after learning the history, that Halloween is Catholic. Okay, fair enough. We know that we're celebrating the saints that have moved on to the better world. We know that there are some traditions that have been brought in cultural aspects, Mm. but many people assume that a lot of it is straight up pagan. Mm. And we can't deny that there are some things that might be shared by other pagan cultures, but that's the same thing about everything. Like, for example, pagans use incense, Mm -hmm. but so did the Jews in the temple. Uh Yeah, that doesn't make it pagan, right? Mm -hmm. It's what are you doing and what are you using it for? Yeah. so in this scenario, when it comes to Harry Potter, uh, I've I've always been a fan of the books, and I know a lot of people are gonna be like, "Bro, that's horrible literature." Go into Lord of the Rings, you know, because it's written by Tolkien, which uh, is an amazing writer. Uh-huh. We can't deny that. Uh, but I was just never a Lord of the Rings fan. My wife, in the other hand, she's a, she's a Lord of the Rings fan, right? She read all the books, but she also read Harry Potter. Anyway, I read it, and it was an escape for me uh, from a world where I was bullied when I was a kid, uh, and in a world where I felt so alone because since we moved so much, I never mm. had the opportunity to build a lot of good, strong friendships. I literally from my childhood had one friend. So throughout that time, uh, when I discovered these books, it was a really good escape to feel like I was part of something bigger by diving into that world. And I became a fan and I and I really enjoyed it. I even started a really big Instagram page for Harry Potter and everything. And it, it did really well. I ended up shutting it down because of the fact that I, it's just very time consuming. But so a lot of people ask, okay, but what about, isn't it witchcraft? Isn't this wrong? Isn't this evil? So I started naturally, once I started walking into the Catholic faith, is asking, okay, is this actually wrong? And I started looking at a, bunch of videos by specifically exorcists because who would know better about the effects of witchcraft and things like that than our exorcists Mm -hmm. and you will get different views but in a in a recent video that was put out by timothy gordon i recommend that everybody go watch this i don't remember the name of the actual priest and exorcist that uh talks here but he's an amazing guy and he talks about the fact that harry potter you can read it you can enjoy it. It doesn't mean you're going to fall into witchcraft, into evil. But it takes discernment. But this is should be obvious to everyone. Discernment, discernment, discernment. Don't go read Harry Potter and then go diving into wicked witchcraft and actually try to summon demons and spirits and whatnot. Like if you're that silly thinking that this leads to that, then that's your own weakness. Yeah but me for example i've read the books i've enjoyed it you know i bought some of the some of like the props for example like the wands and things like <laughs> oh, that. oh no daniel you're
0: you're a you're a, wizard. You're a jewish no, wizard no. man I'm a jewish wizard yeah
1: <laughs> but but it doesn't mean that i'm actually out there trying to practice magic because mm. i don't believe that this is something that I are should you be sure, Daniel, in...
0: with all of your books in these weird languages and you <laughs> chanting in all these foreign well, languages, are you sure, Daniel?
1: <laughs> I'm a bit suspicious. You, you know what's what's funny about that? This is like a good thing, and it, we're going to have to make a video on this, and I'll tell you oh, about yeah. it later. Oh, yeah. Uh, a little quick preview for everybody. Are you familiar with what dark academia is? Oh, it's some vibe or yeah. some aesthetic, okay. isn't it? Yes, we'll okay. dive into it another time. But basically, okay. uh, one of the things that's so funny is because now that I'm, I'm in the Catholic world, you know, I've been mm-hmm. previously going diving into Hebrew and Greek because of the biblical languages. Mm-hmm. But now in the Catholic world, I also dive into Latin. Yeah. So much so that I even, you know, I, I got this book. It's, yeah. it's a funny little book. Uh, Latin for the Illiterati and Oremus. Oh, sounds like I need that. Yeah, you need both of them. <laughs> The first one is basically just a bunch of Latin words and they tell you what the English is. Oh, and this nice. one is, this one is amazing. Oremus, Because if you see on one side, it has the prayers mm, in English. Oh, yes. I don't know if it's going to focus and the oh, other side in creator. Latin. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, diving into all of these languages, uh, it's funny because in witchcraft, Those are the same languages that also get used. That's why even in Harry Potter, when J.K. Rowling did a lot of her research, you'll notice that a lot of the words, the spells, are in Latin. Right. Yeah. So expecto patronum, which means I expect a patron or a guardian. Mm. Um, It comes from that, but not because they're real spells, people. They're not real spells. If I say expecto patronum, nothing's going to happen. I mean... Otherwise, we would have a lot of chaos by 11 year olds, <laughs> right? And especially if you don't believe it, a lot of it also has to do with intention, which is something important even in prayer. This is this shouldn't be news to us because when you pray, if you just say "Our Father who art in heaven" blah, blah blah blah, and you don't mean it, your your prayer means nothing. If you're intentional with your prayer, it's efficacious. Anyway, all that to say that those words that she uses is just simply because J.K. Rowling did her research and she knows. That witchcraft, because the world and paganism tries to take everything that is from God and pervert it, Mm. that's what they did. So if you look at a lot of ancient magic, for example, they used to use a lot of Hebrew, a lot of Greek, Mm. and a lot of Latin. So does that mean that those languages are pagan? No. It just means that the world has taken it and perverted Mm. it. But like you said, again, I'm going to come back to this again. It's time for us to reclaim Our heritage. Yeah, so,
0: um, yeah, a question there. So, what about what they say about the devil, and demons hate Latin? Then why? So, so, what is that about?
1: So, it sounds legit, but it's actually after, again, doing a lot of research into what these um, exorcists mm-hmm. have to say and priests. Mm-hmm. I, this last one, this last priest, the one that I told you that spoke with Timothy Gordon, puts it the best way it's not because Latin is special, but because it is the language of the church. If the church decided to take on itself Hebrew, like it used to be back in the day, Mm -hmm. then that would be the language that the devils fear, Mm. or Greek. So it's not because of the language in of itself, but the fact that the church claims Mm. it as its own.
0: Okay, but why is it that in paganism or witchcraft they use latin then
1: like that's the question yeah well they use a lot of languages in paganism they use again like i said they use hebrew greek and latin and sometimes they even use germanic languages. you know why
0: would they use latin if you know the devil hates
1: latin oh that's that's a good point if he hates latin why would they use latin it makes no sense it's a contradiction so it has not So again, it's not about the language mm. in of itself. Okay. And that's why this last priest that I was talking about, um, the way he says it makes the most sense. Mm. You can pray in any language. And Timothy Gordon asked him, so when you do exorcisms, what rite do you use? And what language do you use? He says, well, to be honest with you, I, I don't mind using any rite. I could use either the old rite or the new rite. Mm. And when it comes to the languages, it's just as efficacious as if you do it in English or if you do it in Latin. But what matters is that you are doing it with the proper intention and that you have corrected yourself. So he talks about the important thing for him is that he went to confession, he had mass, mm-hmm. and that he is ready for battle. And he's not afraid of the devils. He's not scared of the the demons and things like that because he knows that it's not the power of the language it's the power of god exactly yeah that is with us and that when we speak latin or speak spanish or english if we have sanctified ourselves through mm. um confession and through the mass and you know, perhaps even having things around mm-hmm. you that are, have been separated for God. Like, for example, the miraculous metal. This metal has no power in and of itself. The reason why sacramentals have any sort of efficacy is because of the fact that we have taken this mm-hmm. material mm-hmm. and separated it for God. Mm. The same thing with the languages. It doesn't matter that it's Latin. It matters that we take Latin
0: mm-hmm. and that
1: we sanctify it or English and sanctified. That's what makes the devils cringe.
0: Exactly, exactly. I mean, I just brought that up because, you know, in a lot of TV shows, when they show witches and stuff, the, the, the subtitles, it, like classic subtitle, I'm sure anyone who's watched any Netflix show would... <laughs> written would know this bottom of the screen the the witches start chanting stuff <clears throat> chants in mm. latin like that's the basic subtitle <laughs> always <laughs> and i mean that brings yep. me to the final final point that i wanted to talk about which is it you know speaking of harry potter i got you know harry potter was you know it was you know harmless children's book mm-hmm. but Today, goodness me, the stuff that is going on in the media, especially on Netflix, and as you know, I monitor this content on Netflix very regularly, (laughs) totally not for guilty pleasures, but um, (laughs) um, uh, that aside, you know, there's just so many, it's like every single show, they need to have some sort of witchcraft in it some sort of satanic ritual some sort of um cult activity some sort of cult themes in every single show and it's always the shows that are catered to the young people and i think it's no surprise that oh another thing is i recently got tiktok i know i've been the biggest well advocate against tiktok but
1: you have failed me (laughs) <laughs> you know,
0: I, I felt like you know it was you, people brought up some good points. You know, Amber, the religious hippie, she's on it, and yeah. you know there, you know, people brought up good points. You know, it's a place that needs more Catholics, and I thought you know I should get in there, but you know, I have on occasion scrolled, uh, gone through the rabbit mm-hmm. hole of scrolls, swiping through. I'm a yeah. bit, yeah, uh, I have to admit that, but it's, I'm I'm not surprised that on TikTok you see these <clears throat> sorry these um pink-haired lesbian-looking uh, girls uh, if they have hair if they have hair like most of them like uh, exactly. are, like you know that uh... yeah 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 you know what i'm talking about yep <clears throat> and they're all talking about how they have these special abilities and Oh, yeah. um how they can see aura and they they're like doing q a's like oh what do you do when someone lies to you and they talk about oh yeah when someone lies to me i just have to pretend that i what are they doing like are they playing some make-believe like this re- reminds me of what you were just telling me about when you were 11 years old like, <laughs> pretend, playing pretend harry potter these yeah. people are like twenty-five, and they're still living in this fantasy that they have magic powers
1: or something. And oh, okay. Like yes, I, I do uh, want to dig into this. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not necessarily make believe. I know. And that's the reason. The, thing. the reason why we that's know this problem. is because. Yeah, because there is such a thing as real magic. Yeah. And actually. A little Jewish background, since you know you have the Jewish Catholic here, let's mm-hmm. go ahead and put some Jewishness.
0: Oh, yeah, I know where you're
1: going with this. <laughs> in, in Judaism, well, there's a lot of things I'm going to say, so mm. I'm going to bombard. Number one, in Judaism, there's a side of it called Kabbalah, which is the mystical side of Judaism. Mm. It looks very much like witchcraft, and as a matter of fact, there are writings that the rabbis tell us that you can do special spells things to summon angels and things like that (sighs) don't mess with that and i'm sure somebody out there's gonna be like don't mess with it now i'm gonna go research it of course so anyway it's been said you with harry potter yeah yeah exactly same thing uh but then aside from kabbalah you also go to things like in the book of um is it in the book of samuel no it's in it's it's about the prophet samuel but we're talking about the witch of endor Hmm. um is that what you thought i was going to talk about the witch of yeah, endor
0: because in the old testament i know there's
1: a lot of witchcraft yep. stuff exactly so king saul goes to the witch of endor mm. and asks her to summon uh the prophet samuel and number one for anybody yeah. who thinks that that was fake it was very real because the bible talks about about it as if it was real and it it shows us that what uh Saul did was wrong so we know it's real it also and shows us that it was, was possible and it also talks about it tells us about the saints by the way it proves mm, yeah, the fact exactly. that yeah exactly it shows us there's that more. it's possible to communicate yeah exactly <laughs> to communicate with the dead but what was the issue what was the wrong thing that he did he was trying to get information from somebody who had passed to the next life mm. that that is what you call a séance or a medium or somebody that practices divination, all of that. The reason why it's evil, it's because you're substituting God as the Mm. omniscient God, and you want the information, so you seek for it in mystical ways. Aside from that, we go back to the book of Deuteronomy, where it tells us about all of these commandments against sorcery and witchcraft. Why would it have commandments against something that is imaginary? It's real, that's why it's there. However, a lot of these TikTok folks might not necessarily be actually performing real magic. They might not be able to harness any powers, but many times they are truly opening doors Mm -hmm. for for demons, for spirits. And when you do that, when you meddle around with these things, you're at fault if something crazy starts happening to you things start flying off the wall, it's not a ghost, it's definitely a demon. And um, there are different categories that uh, exorcists talk about when it comes to the the way that they manifest. The greatest being possession, which is extremely Mm -hmm. rare. Uh, You also have oppression, there's infestation, which is what you would see in those type of manifestations where like things falling off, Mm -hmm. TVs turning on and off. Uh, it's not ghosts, it's Mm. demons, and this is what you would call an infestation. So I think that's something really interesting to check out. If you wanted to do something spooky during Halloween, definitely check out what exorcists have to say about this stuff because they also will help you to protect yourself. And Mm. I'm sorry, Gabriel, I just have to take one second to talk about a couple things. Definitely. So talking about all this witchcraft and stuff like that, we do not... mm, well it would sound like it it would sound like it but (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) because some of it has to do with latin Mm -hmm. so but in all seriousness um this stuff is real right Mm. and as christians as catholics we should not be meddling with those things specifically if you're thinking that it's real if if i go to universal studios and i get myself a wand and (laughs) and i i know i'm not doing any magic there's nothing wrong with that. It's just innocent fun. If you, however, start buying crystals because you think that they're going to give you some type of healing energy mm-hmm. or that you know you can manifest <clears throat> your intentions if you do specific things and you get sage and start smudging oh your my. room. OK, now you're messing with witchcraft. And it might not be the real deal, but if you do things like that, or messing around with Ouija boards, mm-hmm. you are opening the door for evil in your home. Anyway, let's talk about protection against those type of foolish, dumb things, which we should not be messing around with. I have two books here that I wanna talk about. The first one is actually by a great priest, and if I'm not mistaken, he's also an exorcist, is Doc uh, Father Chad Rippinger. Rippinger.
0: Yep, that's him.
1: Deliverance Prayers. Mm-hmm. This is for the use, you know, for use by the laity. Every Catholic needs to get this. It's a great book in case that you were dumb enough to mess around with certain things like that. And it's time for you to get right. This book will help, of course, speak to your priest and see what you need to do. But these prayers are for the laity. Uh, there's prayers for healing. There's prayers for praying uh, for certain sins to be broken up against them. I'm just gonna read a couple of the prayers, okay? yeah prayer of authority binding prayers purification prayer prayer for protection against curses mm. curses are real we wouldn't have mm-hmm. these things if that was not real breaking occult ties again mm. all of these things are real prayer against every evil prayer <clears> for <throat> of deliverance another one that I want us to check out is spiritual warfare, and the discernment of spirits
0: Mm.
1: and shout out to, uh, Jordan from do the harder thing on Instagram. He's the guy that, uh, pointed me up to this book and I think every Catholic needs to get it. So these are books that how we equip ourselves. If you wanted to know about the spiritual world and know what is really happening, You get these books, you educate yourself, and know how to protect yourself so that you don't go messing around with these dumb things that are gonna end up causing harm to you, Mm -hmm. your home, and your family,
0: so. Yeah, yeah. You know, all of those things that you were talking about, especially from the deliverance prayers, that was sounding a bit like magic to me, Danny. Right, right, it sounds like it, but. (laughs) But, but, you know, what you said about kids as being real, um, so, I think this is something I can share about that. You know, here in Asia, I think a lot of... There's a different type of witchcraft, I would say. Yeah, that like, there's a different sort of witchcraft that goes along. Like, you know, in the West, they have Wicca. Here, we have um a different sorts of Asian styles of witchcraft. Mm. And there are a lot of things like... I think in Japan you might have them as well, but mm-hmm. like these uh, amulets.
1: Yes. Amulets? Yes. Yeah, stuff like that. A lot amulets, of kids carry et them. Yeah.
0: And the so there was this story that I was told before um by someone who was you know, he was Catholic and he you know, he had sort of a gift for the the spirits and you know, discernment mm-hmm. of spirits, etc. You know, he was How would you say, I guess, very spiritually, you know, the the sort of people that, I don't know how to, I don't want to get into the whole, you know, third eye stuff, but whatever. Mm -hmm. Essentially, told us a story about how this guy wanted to cast this love spell, this love potion, you know, Um, he got some witch or something to make a love potion and tried to put it on this girl but it didn't work and Mm -hmm. apparently the reason why it didn't work is because apparently it just doesn't work on anyone who's baptized and that was like that was that's powerful stuff and it's not just like that story it's just i think it's a proven thing that you know when you're baptized and i think exorcists will confirm that you know baptism it's a powerful thing you are your soul is claimed by god and that leads me to the other point which is you were talking about how oh yeah you know if you do all those stupid dumb things you're probably going to have things flying around your house etc but i think Mm. um a comeback to that would be no all these things are not happening to me and i think Mm. as you know a lot of exorcists will say as well well, that's because the devil already has your soul. Like he already has yeah. you. He's not gonna bother, uh, like disturbing you. So right. you know, I don't think it's necessary. It could, it could be the fact that you know, if you mess around with these things, you. There are many cases, of course, where that happens, mm-hmm. where you mess around with we. You <laughs> you guys say Ouija boards very funnily, like Ouija boards. And I've, I've always known as <laughs> Ouija, Ouija board. Ouija. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how I've always known <laughs> it as. Uh, you know, when you mess around with those and you, know, you get mm-hmm. things going on with you. But I think for yeah. many people, nothing happens to them because, well, you're already on team Satan. Like, he doesn't have to do anything to you. Why waste his energy right. on you when you're already... Like, he already has your soul, man. So... Right. Um, if you were thinking nah this is just this is all nonsense
1: got bad knees for you pal uh yeah actually you should be more scared if nothing is happening (laughs) 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 no but it's serious it's it's a really good point that you're making because it's for a lot of people they think that all of this stuff is fake and that's why they don't actually respond to it right mm -hmm. there so which is silly if you think about it If you don't believe it, why are you still practicing these things? Exactly. You know that something calls you back to it. That call that you're like, well, nothing's happening, but it's fun to do this. Oh, it's girls' night. Let's play with the Ouija board. Oh, my goodness. Nothing ever happens. Okay, you know why? Because you're already there. You're already in the trap. Just like what you were saying. Yeah,
0: I think the entire intention with, you know, the the entire agenda that I observe going on with the media is... Know this entire idea of trying to, you know, th- just this obsession with wanting to be special. The when mm. that's what happens when you lose your identity as a child of God and you want to find your identity in other things, be mm-hmm. it you know gender identities, sexualities, uh, yeah. pronouns, and <laughs> witchcraft, being identifying as a witch feeling yeah. like you're so special you know for us we already we know we're special we're built yeah. we're created individually specially created by god he knows every hair on our heads like mm-hmm. created has okay. formed us in the womb we know we're special whereas these people you know the, they don't they have, have to that. make and themselves guess, feel that way. Yeah. That's why they resort to things like that to make them to, to fill that void in their lives of that desperation to you know, feel special, to feel valued, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with that, wow. do you have any last points that you want to add on?
1: Um, well, number one, I want to say happy Halloween <laughs> because it's already <laughs> happy the 31st. Halloween.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, so yeah go happy to Halloween mass. to everybody watching uh, go to mass exactly don't don't be lazy uh, um, it's a day of obligation on all Saints first November yeah first of November is a day of obligation remember so you, you can't cast, just like, go on no.
0: Sunday you have to go on both days so
1: yeah it's no exactly. cheating you've heard it yeah. <laughs> but definitely it's uh, I want to say that but also um, enjoy <clears throat> the celebrations in a holy way uh definitely you know remember the saints this is a good time to go through books like for example i have a book stories of the saints it's a really good one so like if you have kids getting a book like that and reading the stories of the saints during this day would be great if you don't have that just go through the bible and just look at any saint that you want look at their life acknowledge it ask for the intercessions of the saints. If you, if your child wanted to go out and trick or treat or something like that, have Please them dress, dress them like, like a, saint, a saint, like that is, so which cute. was so dope. I think you shared that <laughs> yeah, story. I did. From, oh my goodness. I saw those kids and I'm like, it's they so are cute. so legit. They, yeah. The little one, especially she was so cute. She was like uh, the nun looking one. Yeah. I don't even know who she was, but it was so cute. Um, So yeah, enjoy the day, celebrate it, claim back, the heritage, Mm. this is our culture, take it back, you take it back. Exactly. So that's it.
0: All right. Well, Daniel, where can people
1: find you? Oh, yes. If anybody wants to check out my stuff, if you want to follow me on YouTube, my channel is the Jewish Catholic. Same name when you follow me on Instagram, that is at the Jewish Catholic. If you want to check out the Jewish roots of the faith, definitely go check me out there. And hopefully, I'm going to have another video mm-hmm. with Gabriel sometime soon in regards to dark academia. It's going to be really interesting. I have okay. a lot of things that would be really good to talk about. No, so I'm that's looking, it. I'm looking
0: forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, nice. Dark academia, this term, I I, I swear. I know it because somebody probably told me, you know, you are so dark academia. I I don't get it. I think it's the <laughs> turtleneck, maybe. Like, I'm always in a turtleneck. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Was it dark yes. academia or something else? Whatever. I've heard about this thing, and I'm interested mm-hmm. to hear your take. So, look out for that. Absolutely. All right. Thank you for being on, Daniel.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for having me on.
0: All right. And with that, ladies and gents, we've unfortunately come to the end of today's episode. But, hey... why the long face as long as you make it worth the time by following subscribing and most importantly sharing rest assured there will be a new episode before you can i don't know send me an email to tell me how great the content is i don't know you know you can do something like that up to you well either way happy halloween claim back halloween and
1: god bless all of your souls